I'm Julie. I'm Kalea. And you're listening to the latest episode of Girls With Fun. Thanks for joining us. Every week we get together and chat about something on our mind about BTS. Sometimes we're silly and sometimes we're serious, but we're always creating a podcast by ARMY for ARMY. If you haven't yet, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls With Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls With Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. And without further ado, let's get on with the episode. All right, welcome back to another episode of Girls with Fun. How are you? Um, <laughs> I'm a little sauced up, you know. I just had like a glass of wine. I feel like I'm really coming Ooh. into my late twenties. I don't usually Ooh. do this. Um, <laughs> courtesy of Aldi, shout out to Aldi for the low low. <laughs> <laughs> I finally found a red wine that I can actually enjoy. Nice. When they say sweet, they mean it. <laughs> like it's not a moscato; it's actually just a red wine. I'm very happy right now. <laughs> um. <laughs> so yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> How are you doing? That's awesome. Uh, I'm not that good comparatively. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm really happy that we are recording. I just like watched all of the content. So everything's fresh. I did get a alarming message that the link had finished when we just started, but hopefully Godspeed to us. (laughs) Anyway, um, as long as it's recording, I don't really care. (laughs) Jeez. All right. We'll see how it goes, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We shall see. And I say it like every week, but actually given our timing, (laughs) I really hope we can, you know, keep it short today, especially because everyone got two hours in the last one. Not that we have a quota, but. Yeah, I mean, we got like one or two topics today, but knowing us, we could stretch it out for no reason at all. Literally, <laughs> literally anything could happen. Jeez. So. Anyway, might as well get into the topic. Yeah. Big news this week. Um, BTS visited the UN for the third time. Um, second time of them actually being present at the UN to um, speak, but third time participating. Um, the second one was virtual last year, 2020. The first one was in 2018. This year is incredibly special, however, because after a pandemic, BTS is back in New York. Wow. I know. I'm, like, tripping. They used to come to the U.S. all the time, but, like, seeing airport photos all over again, seeing that they're here in the same time zone as us, um, not that it makes a difference in terms of me catching the V-Lives, because whatever was going on with the Wi-Fi at their hotel, they started that (laughs) V-Live, like, five times, but... I love that they're here. I hope that they're safe. Um, I was recently in New York, just like literally last week. So, what? Really tripping. Yeah. But I saw when I was in New York, just like for a day, literally, I saw their ad um, while I was driving through Manhattan. I was not driving, I was in a vehicle. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, it was just, it's weird. It's exciting. It's so bittersweet because, of course, the next time I thought they would be back in the U.S., I, I thought it would be for a concert. But it is what it is. Um, it's crazy that they're you know, special presidential envoys traveling on their diplomatic passports. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we'll we'll get into it, but it just feels very surreal, I guess, is the short version. Yeah. Um, I think we knew for a little bit that they were going to be most likely or that they were going to be coming to New York um, so that they could actually speak at the U.N., um, I think we didn't report on it due to whatever else we had going on earlier in the month about them becoming special envoys. Did we talk mm-hmm. about that? I don't think I don't so. Think but yeah, that was pretty cool to see the, the, the president appointing them with those titles. Um, so yeah, they're not just, you're not just coming here to do some cute stuff. Like, you know, they're on like official business. <laughs> this is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It really is. I was thinking about it, like, watching them speak and present their speech. Um, I was like, what other, quote-unquote, boy band, end quote, is doing it like them? <laughs> like, I mean, obviously, they far surpassed that label at the same time they are that label. But I was just like, I don't know. I never thought back in 2016 that, like, any of this would happen, you know? I I, I don't have words for how I'm feeling. (laughs) It's It's like, how many artists, period, are doing it like them? How many artists, period, can say that, like, the president appointed them as a special envoy to travel across the world to speak at the United Nations or just, like, on behalf of, like, the nation or, you know, on behalf of, like, the youth? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And I don't really, I also don't really have words for this, but it's a very complex feeling. Like when I sat down to watch all this content right before we hopped on here, I was like, I don't know if I can handle like really positive international organization. Like, like I saw clips on Twitter of like generation welcome and like, that's cool. But I was kind of stressed. I'm like, I don't know if they come on and are like really chipper, like how I'll be able to handle that. Um, (laughs) Which probably says more about me, but it wasn't like that at all. Like they were very real and talking about, you know, I think like JK mentioned how disappointed he was about the concert tour. And (laughs) I literally wrote this down in quotes, like Hobie talked about, the quote encroaching dread that our time is limited end quote and I was like these guys can not only go to like the biggest international forum but they can also be honest while they're there right and it was super cool yeah it was incredibly relatable um like you said Hobie talking about that encroaching dread which I feel like I feel <laughs> often that's um, what I mean yeah yeah or you know feeling like kind of lost um not i don't i don't know are we considered part of a lost the lost generation of covid i don't i don't know if that if we're counted in that bracket but yeah yeah, i do kind of feel like the last few years were just like lost um because of covid so it was just 
it was comforting to hear them acknowledge things that you know I was thinking you you know plenty of people have been thinking and feeling um in the last two years yeah yeah I mean (laughs) I often say I feel like the end of my 20s were stolen from me because they were right so it does kind of feel in some ways like an end of youth but I think like BTS struck a good note between trying to be positive and I think I don't know I don't recall if it was RM or Tay but says do what you can right now and at the same time they're pushing for positivity it's not this like artificial super hyped up positivity you know what I mean it's like do what you can with where you're at our generation has been flexible our generation has been resilient um there are people working on things that are important and it just felt I was relieved that it felt real because I thought it was going to be like, yeah, we can do it. And that I would be like, <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> but it wasn't like that at all. Yeah, I was. I was happy with their message, but I also felt kind of weird watching the interview that um, I'm assuming took place afterwards. I believe, I don't remember who was interviewing them, but somebody high up and important in the UN, um, it was a woman, it was interviewing BTS and President Moon. And, it, like, it was made mention of that, like, like, the status of our Earth or these goals was it like 17 goals these goals yeah the sustainable development it's gonna fall on like the future generation right like we're gonna have to be the ones that step up and because they've completely ruined it for us up till this point the future generation has to step up and make it better and i'm like how about no how about right now these old people that are in charge no offense but like full offense (laughs) i think that's what like president moon was trying to say like we have to do what we can now otherwise it is gonna fall on their shoulders but yeah i felt uncomfortable with that as well i mean for context i was in model un in undergrad my undergrad degrees in like international affairs i won't go like full on into all my nerd policy talk i guess but Like, prior to the Sustainable Development Goals, there were the Millennium Development Goals. It's just hard. I mean, I'm kind of a cynic, right? Like, as far as international organizations, like, I don't know. Maybe we can cut this later, but, like, what does the UN actually do? What does the UN do? Um, So I'm happy to hear BTS go and try to connect to the youth. Um, And I think BTS does do that. I don't think they have to try. But, like, I did find it kind of, I don't know, what word do you want to use? Like, cognitive dissonance. Or there was something weird about, like, this is a huge honor. Um, But seeing them sitting with a head of state is jarring. And it's great to hear them talk about, like, anti-hate speech and anti-racism and the glass ceiling for women. Um, And these are all policies that I'm, like, more than 200% here for. But... Something about, like, political power trying to co-opt, like, ARMY or BTS, like, does make me a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, when you put it like that. I'm like, listening to BTS's message, I didn't really think too much about it. 
but yes, it is. I guess it, it could be kind of weird. I mean, that's not what bothers me. What bothers me is like having these UN general assemblies, these UN meetings, whatever you want to call them. And they're like, yep, we need to fix this. And then they don't fix anything. And it's not like the UN has any power to fix anything because they don't. But it's just like you have all these, you know, heads of state come and speak about how we need to make changes and then no changes are made. And then so to hear them be like, yep, it's kind of going to be on y'all. Like, no, it needs to be on the people who are currently in power right now. How about you fix it? Like, y'all the ones who messed it up. <laughs> like, you've been in power for how many years? Not just like, you know, any one particular po- politician specifically, but there's plenty of people who are in power, who have been in power for decades, decades, and they've done very little to make any kind of change. So it just feels weird to have someone um you know get on stage and like speak to me about how the world is trash like well yeah you (laughs) put it there so how about you fix it you know like what i'm doing you know i i can do i can i can do little things that would little things in my lifestyle that i could change that could support like you know fixing fixing air quotes climate change or like you know all these other little things that i can do that i can change but like honestly my changes aren't gonna have as much impact as the people who are running this country (laughs) and the like laws that they could enact the things that they could do to actually make a significant change when it comes to climate change when it comes to all these other issues that we have in the world like they're the ones who are effing us yeah. up like, don't tell me about my future and how much it's gonna suck yeah. like you made it that way <laughs> it's not really the youth that need motivated like, yeah yes like the youth are motivated the it's youth are like, all right you saw them on the little board yeah. you saw them pinterest board we're doing all right <laughs> but we won't be in a few years because the world will be on fire and whose fault yeah. is that i thought um they sounded great. Um, I love Toby's beret. Um, yeah, it was a good performance. It was cool to see like the skyline and the UN building behind them. I thought that was one of the best performances they've done of Permission to Dance, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I thought they sounded great. And the fact I... they're doing this like so jet lagged. Sorry, go ahead. Well, yeah. Like mind-blowing um and that UN interview I don't know who this woman is I'm so sorry so sorry to her but she (laughs) mentioned that like something about that they had been up filming since like 1 a.m and like completed it on Sunday so that it could be ready for Monday and I'm like that's absolutely insane they got there on what Saturday so they just immediately um got to their schedules and somehow turned out this dance like okay they've done permission to dance plenty of times but you have to like choreograph getting in and out of the UN (laughs) and into that little field um as well as like getting all the camera shots and like figuring all that out like that's pretty detailed and like shout out to whoever had to edit that video talk about a crunch time 
Yeah. <laughs> it's ready. Found them out. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm like, imagine being their staff. I would not want any of those jobs. <laughs> I hope you don't value having a regular sleep schedule. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hive staff. You gotta give them their props. Well, obviously to BTS as well for being like you said completely jet lagged also for the good of the order her name is melissa fleming and she is the undersecretary general for global Mm. communications okay so she's i guess head of the global communications part department okay um yeah i mean i enjoyed it I enjoyed the speech. I was happy to see all seven of them speaking. I mean, they did it last year, but the first year it was just not doing so. Um, I, I was happy to see all of them speaking and that they were able to speak in their own native tongue. So hopefully it was less uh, nerve wracking for them because I remember like how nerve wracking it was for Namju to do that whole thing in English. Yeah. Um, and like seeing Jimin like have to pause and be like I'm sorry and like restart I was like this is entirely relatable um and not seeing him mess up was heartwarming but just I don't know just feeling like okay yeah I've had moments like that before I'm like all right hold on <laughs> let me yeah. collect myself before I fumble this bag in front of everybody <laughs> um so that was very sweet and how like I guess nervous he was afterwards um, and like everyone comforting him was like really cute yeah I saw a side clip I don't know from like where it was from but like he was literally like shaking off to the side and he looked so calm in the interview so that's impressive how he held it together I know and I'm like looking at it there was hardly anybody in that room <laughs> so I think even the undersecretary made mention of it. Like, you know, you have so many fans. I'm surprised that you're nervous. And I was kind of thinking the same thing. Like, there was hardly anybody in the room, actually. Um, But, like, this guy gets on stage and will perform in front of, like, thousands of people. And he does it flawlessly. (laughs) Uh, So to see him, like, nervous in front of, like, 20 max. Yeah. That was really relatable. I guess it's different because one is to, like, army your fans, right? And one is to, like, the general public and heads of state. So, yeah. Yeah. But I agree. I guess. I'm thinking about, like, the number of people, right? Like, I'm thinking, yeah. you know, if there's less people in the room, you might feel a little less less nervous. Um, Like, having to perform or speak in front of people. But actually, no, it can be, like, even more nerve-wracking than being in front of also uh hobie just being like yes we're vaccinated (laughs) like if bts can't make you get the vaccine what's gonna do it i'm like where people he was like people have been wondering i'm like who's asking them do we just I rather I assume people cool. are. <laughs> I rather assume people are vaccinated before not. Yeah, before I don't. Um, yeah, I'm like, why are they assuming? Are they assuming that BTS is not vaccinated? Like, why? Why would anybody be making that assumption? 
And they definitely have the incentive to do so. Like Hobie said, like literally if there's something we can do right now to like be close with our fans or whatever, of course we're going to do it. And I was like, bro, you're really hitting me with all these like painful one-liners right now. Right. I really um, enjoyed the the parlor performers where somehow they magically come out of seven doors. Like what's the chances that they have exactly seven doors for BTS to come out of, (laughs) of the UN building. Then I was thinking, whenever they filmed that video what time was it and could people in the vicinity like hear and see them outside doing this performance yeah i don't know i that's a good question like imagine being in your meeting and you just look out the window and bts are doing permission to dance like but didn't the undersecretary say it was like in the middle of the night so how did they make it look like daytime well they must have been (laughs) filming it like in the morning maybe they started like practicing in the middle of the night maybe like you know mapping out how they were going to do it and whatnot i'm just envisioning all the people that live in that neighborhood on like i guess what murray hill side of manhattan just like trying to sleep and you're like we don't need permission to dance the whole next day like why is the song stuck in my head it had to be like 7 a.m or like 9 it was like so clear yeah <laughs> that weather looked perfect yeah on a sunday <laughs> apparently bts also went to the met today was it today? Oh, I yeah. I haven't seen any footage of, like, the actual speech. I've seen, like, photos or stills or, like, really grainy videos. And everyone was, like, foaming at the mouth over Jungkook's fit, which, like, <laughs> understandable. Um, <laughs> I also love, and I saw someone tweeting about this, but, like, Hobie had pink hair at the UN. Like, Jungkook had his brow piercing in. Like, I mean, his he was wearing, like, a full jacket, but you could see his hand tats. And, like, also, you know, there's this old like old school attitude about what is or isn't appropriate and a lot of the international organizations tend to be like super conservative so it was cool to see them like i mean they were in full suits right let's not act like they showed up in jeans but at the same time like being themselves you know yeah i was wondering if hobie was gonna dye his hair or if jungkook was gonna like take out his piercing for the time being but like nope (laughs) i guess that's like boss move yeah you're gonna get this speech man (laughs) i don't blame them i've heard it said in like i don't know if this is true this is just like anecdotal stories i've heard but like especially in the tech sector like you can tell who someone is by like how they're dressed and like the founders are in hoodies and stuff so maybe that's like a boss move by bts right like you can (laughs) show up to the un with pink hair tats out piercing in right well like what are people gonna do right like what are they gonna do to them yeah exactly you can't be here it's <laughs> an international incident for real like exactly. the president's global envoys for culture not allowed in the building you can't come in here with your pink hair sir like okay that would be a for real face. do you know who i am moment. <laughs> exactly up on my face leave me alone but apparently, and this is what I was getting at, Ari the Met, Megan the Stallion was also there and brought her cute little dog. Um, and they were taking pictures together. Yeah, so I did see the speech that um, Namjoon made at the Met. 
um I don't know who took the video. It was definitely on someone's cell phone. And then I saw <laughs> translation of it. Um, and yeah, it was really cute. He was in his bag. You know, he was in his art bag. That's exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly right where he fits in. Um, so that was cute seeing him tell his story about, you know, like coming to the Met to visit and now he's getting to speak there. I just thought that was really sweet. Um, and so, yeah, to see Megan, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was not expecting that. Like, where, <laughs> where did she come from? <laughs> How did they, like, rearrange this? How does she, because I read somewhere that she has, like, a show tomorrow in, like, Georgia or something. And I'm like, I think they had New York Fashion Week last week. So I'm like, was she still yeah. there from New York Fashion Week? Or did she come back to New York just so she could see BTS? Are they doing something together? Like, what's going on? I was just very confused, but also, like, very excited. I screamed so loud. It was, like, really ridiculous how loud I screamed in my car for, like, a good ministry. Um, those pictures were so cute. So adorable. It was everything I needed. Also, yes, she brought her dog, and that was so cute to see. Of course, the 95 line, like, vibing with the dog. I was going to say, of course, it was, like, Jimin and Tay, like, in that one picture, petting the dog. Exactly. And then to see that, like, they gave her a Koya pillow. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we lost BTS. I'm not prepared to comment. On I definitely called it <laughs> on the other episode. It's a wrap. <laughs> Because not for the pillow to be matching her nails. What's the chances they give her a coin pillow? <laughs> Is she a Namjoon stan? I need to know. <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> I have so many questions. The silence is the sound of my spirit <laughs> leaving my body. I'm not good. I'm not okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, I didn't watch it, but I guess on Twitter, um, she reacted to the 3J dance cover. Did you happen to see her reaction? Um, I saw her tweet something, and I can't remember what it was now. Was it like she needed to try and learn the dance or something like that? I don't know. I I saw it, but I didn't get to it, so that will be on my to-do list. Um, I don't it know was one of those like really clickbaity YouTube videos that are like, Megan reacts, and I'm like, what so it could be like a tweet that this video was hyping up it could be like a video like i have no idea Mm, i didn't see a video of anything i definitely did see some army though that were like you should properly thank bts for letting you be on this song you have yet to do so and i'm like y'all need to watch who you're speaking to (laughs) i'm so sick of this do you know who i am yeah Oh, I'm so sick of this. Leave it's just crazy because BTS themselves have been nothing but positive, right? Like, even when it was weird with Billboard and, like, whatever, they were like, thank you, Megan. <laughs> thank you. People will always find Megan. something to complain about. Um, and it's really annoying. And I'm also getting really tired of the fandom feeling like the BTS members or anybody else has to get online and, like, tweet all of their thoughts uh, and all of their conversations for us to feel valid and like to know that they've acknowledged something right like 
Megan does not have to get online and say personally, thank you, BTS. Like I, I'm, she probably has done so like in person or via whatever mode of social media. I don't know if she has their phone numbers or their emails. I'm pretty sure like she has contacted them in some way to say like, you know, thank you for like letting me get on this track. Um, obviously like she's grateful. I feel like she's tweeted about it a number of times. Why do you need her to literally spell out thank you for you to feel <laughs> satisfied? It's just annoying. Or for like, if one of the BTS members don't get online and wish another member happy birthday, like, are are you going to be in pain? Are you going to die? Like, no, it's okay. I'm pretty sure they told the member to their face, like, happy birthday. Like, you don't need validation for everything. It's okay. You'll live. I promise you. I think it's hard because social media makes us feel that we have like full access or direct thoughts, right? Like direct access to someone's thoughts. And obviously that's not the case. And like you said, people interact with others all the time off the internet. So just because our experience is mostly like internet based doesn't mean that's true for everyone or the artists themselves. Right. I can only imagine the things that BTS get online and see when they get on to the internet. That goes I'm for surprised. Or Weaver. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I can only imagine. I can only imagine. So I would not blame them if they did not feel like getting online and saying anything. Circling back to the, like, UN speech, their, like, things they pulled from youth on the internet or whatever, I was like, I'm glad you found good things. <laughs> Like, I don't know. The internet is weird, to your point. Like, what things must they see? Well, I think there was, like, an actual... Was that, like, a hashtag or something? You were supposed to post your, you know, your messages. They did that. Like, was that a week or two ago? Yeah. That doesn't mean people aren't misusing that hashtag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's that's true. Um, Yeah. The little boards were very much giving, like, class final. <laughs> school project and the way they were up there presenting it. <laughs> it was the kid that like didn't contribute until the end oh, or the one that managed the whole project i'm supposed to be paying attention to what they're saying but i'm chuckling right now at this board and there was a moment where like jungle was looking at jimmy while he was speaking and the way he was like nodding his head like <laughs> it was just <laughs> it was just giving class presentation like <laughs> let me look like i'm really engaged right now <laughs> smiling and well, you have to evaluate your own classmates five out of five <laughs> exactly yeah. trying to all get this 100 percent. everybody pull their weight <laughs> yeah uh yeah circling uh-huh. back to 3j triple j um i had still been stuck on the 2017 festa triple j dance covers um so this butter dance cover uh featuring megan the stallion like blew my mind yeah that was everything i think that came out when we were editing not too long ago but we didn't ever actually comment on it (laughs) yeah but wow what a performance um i did not know what to think i did not put two and two together when hobie spoiled it in jungle's birthday live (laughs) 
so that was a pleasant surprise to see them do a dance together and they ate down as expected <laughs> as expected they killed it i think you said it in our group chat but like just hope you not have bones like nope doesn't that it doesn't hurt you like it must not because he's still doing it but just flesh <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. How you break your ankles like that and then get back up and keep dancing? <laughs> oh, he's actually built different. He he physically <laughs> <laughs> He's very much built different. And Jungkook um, was giving so much attitude. I mean, they all were, but It was perfect. I feel like Jimin really embodied Megan's spirit. I needed that. <laughs> I was all here for it. Here for it all. Um, but I was like, oh, I want more. It was only like, what, a minute long? I was like, oh, come yeah, on. Yeah, it was just for her verse. Yeah, I was surprised by that. I, maybe I'm greedy, but I was definitely expecting that it would be yeah. the entire song. I'm very but greedy. I can't <laughs> imagine them wanting to dance like that. I'll be breaking his ankles for the entire song. Yeah. I would love to see if they actually did something together um since they were like in each other's presence i don't know yeah maybe they'll actually do a performance with each other or something i don't know i'd love That'd to see so that cool. a rooftop met performance even a tiktok right even like 30 seconds or less would be cool. right listen um, megan was looking so good there's no way that they were like, i know i was thinking i was like she was really dressed up i would not be surprised here's our predictions may it come true anyway um yeah i think by the time this episode will be out we will also have my universe by bts and coldplay Ooh. um because isn't it coming out the 24th and we, i guess yep. it's usually the 23rd so this right depending on when you listen <laughs> They dropped another teaser clip today. Um, oh, I didn't hear it. Yeah. Yeah. It was RM and Jimin kind of singing together. And I'm like, I'm unwell. <laughs> Did we talk about my universe at all? I can't remember no, anything that happened no. on this podcast. I seriously. <laughs> no, we didn't. So BTS are doing a song with Coldplay. <laughs> anyway, bring it back. Yeah. Oh, they're doing a song with Coldplay uh, called My Universe. It's going to be out on, uh, what, Coldplay's next album. Um, And that single, I believe, is releasing on the 24th. I don't think the full album. I think it's just that single. That's my understanding as well. Uh, So, yeah, we're getting the Coldplay collab that we had been speaking about for, I feel like, the last few months, um, as expected. Yeah. I'm excited to hear it. Uh, I love Coldplay, so I think it'll be uh, an interesting collab. I also think it's awesome that they get to collaborate with someone that they've, or a group that they've looked up to for, like, years. Yeah. <laughs> Coldplay's been around for, like, decades, actually. Yeah. Literally, I can't remember a time without Coldplay. Right. It's crazy to think about. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll be looking forward to uh, hearing the collab and seeing the results. It's already doing well. I think the CD already like sold out. The limited edition CD or whatever they released. Oh wow! 
already sold out. Um, I don't know if that was just in Korea or if that was global or what that was, but pretty cool to see BTS getting to work with their, um, I don't know, their inspirations, right? Like just thinking yeah. about, what was it? Was it Hobie and Namjoon who went to like a Coldplay concert like really early on in their career? I think so. Um, together yeah. so like to think that you know it's like come around to this point now where they're working with them i just wonder if they think about that stuff like wow like how do we get here yeah i'm sure they're having a lot of moments like that lately i mean if they do think like that uh one other thing i know is coming up and i have not really been monitoring it so i'm genuinely asking you this question off the top of my head i have on my calendar that bts will be on global citizen live on saturday the 25th what is that what is it gonna be i've been on twitter a little less these days so you may have to catch me up um i don't know too much myself i think it's like some kind of benefit concert and i think it's gonna be online i think there were speculations about whether it was going to be in person so they were like oh we might get a performance with what coldplay um maybe like in person but i think it's going to be virtual so i don't know where chris martin resides <laughs> for coldplay in general i don't know if where they you know if they're in the u.s and they could potentially do some kind of virtual performance with them i don't know um i don't really know too much of the details myself about it but yes they do have that performance coming up I do know that Coldplay has said in the past that they would not tour. I don't know if this applies to like benefit concerts or one-off performances, but they would not tour until they could do so. I don't know if it was a carbon neutral way or generally a more sustainable way because concerts take up unsurprisingly like a ton of energy, have big carbon footprints, etc. So I, anyway, I wouldn't be surprised if given his own commitments uh, that he would prefer for it to be virtual as well, but we'll mm. see. He yeah. did fly to Korea, so I don't know. Yeah. Um. Time will tell. Yes, time will tell. There was something else. Oh, yes. Um, I know we're coming up on time, so this is the last thing I'll ask you, and then we can wrap, or you can ask me anything you're thinking about. Um, how long do you think, have you seen anything, or how long do you think BTS will be in New York for? I was literally just wondering the same thing. Like, are they going to be here for until the end of this week? Are they going to be here for an even longer period of time? I don't know what's on their schedule for October. Um, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> and you know what? They're not going to tell us anyway. No. <laughs> like, they're not going to reveal what's on their schedule. We'll find out later. That's one thing that's been kind of weird to me. I mean, I know they've cracked down on it in the past for, like, saucings or, quote, fans, end quote, going too far. Um, I know they're a little secretive about their schedules sometimes for, for privacy reasons, but I feel like there have been times in the past where they've been a little more forthcoming about what their schedule is or was. And I think, like, it, it is kind of surreal, Um just given covid because everything i feel like has been shrouded with additional secrecy yeah 
And you know what? Speaking of saucings, <laughs> <laughs> let me bring it up. What was that that went on at the airport the other day when BTS oh, arrived? I don't even know. You'll have to fill me in. <sighs> so, um, you know, everyone was like, you know, don't spread any uh, photos from fan cafes um, for when they're leaving Korea, right? Like, uh, you know, we established that, you know, these people are, are usually banned. Some of these people are, like, banned from seeing BTS ever because they stalk them. And then, in general, it's just the rules that you're not supposed to go see BTS on, like, their unofficial schedules, which includes their flights. So, like, it's just kind of weird. You know, everyone was like, just look at the news um any photos that come from like news agencies that's fine like you don't need like the fan cafe photos like you'll be okay um so then bts lands 14 hours later uh, and then people are like tracking when they're going to land right like you're not supposed to know what flight they're on i guess if you really want to do the math sure it's Mm -hmm. public information where they're going to be landing and what you know flights are coming in from korea but you even going to like do the 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 math to like look that up (laughs) like you searching to see their flight information it's kind of strange and then to not just know when they're going to land but then for you to proceed to go to the airport to meet them in the middle of a panty it's just kind of strange um i i don't i don't know if i'll ever really ever really understand that like the last thing i would want getting off an airplane is to hear a bunch of people like screaming at me and i know like they like us and we're their fans and like we're supposed to support them but i just feel like like you're not supposed to be not supposed to be there (laughs) like how do you get access I, i don't know if they do they exit the airport the same way that you know regular travelers like the same doors do they also have to wait in that trash line to get picked up <laughs> you know i would hope not hotels. for like, their own well-being i hope not yeah like i feel like are, are they are they in some other like location where they're exiting the airport and like somehow you found your way there like it's just really strange it's just really strange i just don't get it so what, yeah. what are you expecting? What are you expecting to do? So you can just see them? What are you trying to do? Touch them? You think they're, Are you trying to talk to them? Like, are they going to sign stuff for you? I don't know. Like, what are you expecting to gain from going to the airport and seeing them? I don't know. I don't know. They just got off a 14-hour flight. Oh, my God. I would not even want someone to be looking at me. Let alone like fans I want to look good for, but I would be so crusty. Now I got to come off the plane like looking good because I know you're gonna show up and like see me, and people are gonna be taking pictures and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I it's, I thought it was the response. The extra strong response was different, but not unwarranted. Um long overdue but maybe i'm the bitter cynical one i don't have that high expectations of people i don't think it's and i don't even think it's just a weird thing with bts i think period it's just kind of strange 
like you knowing their flight information and when you're going to show up like to the airport so you can like say hello or goodbye to them and then there's like levels to it the people who are standing outside of the airport and then there's the people who somehow make their way inside of the airport and then follow them like all the way to security i feel like that should be a security breach in itself like it's just very how is it not actually yeah but it happens all the time it's just really weird it's really weird like why do we why do we encourage this behavior Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and thank God that we made something like the the Purple Ribbon Project because the harassment they were getting at airport airports. Ridiculous. I do think that Big Hit slash Hybe has really beefed up their security. I mean, they always... I don't know. I won't say always. I, since, like, I don't know, 2018, 2019... And then now, I guess this is their first trip in the post-COVID era, but I noticed in the, like, airport videos or whatever from, I think it was Nusen, Nusen, um, that, like, they had, like, numerous guards, like, setting a block, like, your butt would get handed to you. Well, yeah, thank God, because they have the money now (laughs) to, like, hire all those people. Because definitely back in the day... It was a lot of cell phones in the face. It was a lot of touching and like walking next to them when you shouldn't have been. And it was some bodyguards that were throwing these people down for trying to touch BTS as they should be. Oh, I don't encourage violence, but like leave BTS alone. Why are you bothering them? Yeah. yeah. There's times where BTS allow you to like be in their space and like interact with them in such a manner where you can like touch them they do it at fan signs they yeah there's times where they allow you to like you know interact with them in such a manner but like especially if i'm trying to get to my flight move (laughs) move move out my way and when i'm trying to get off the plane into my vehicle to get to my next destination like for real do not look at me <laughs> so i don't blame them for not wanting to interact with fans at some of yungi's fits times. make like perfect sense like the hats pulled down the mask pulled up the like glasses or whatever exactly like i think talked a number you talked about it a number of times about how much he doesn't like you know doing the airport thing and it's been like that since the very beginning and, like, it, you can tell because, like you just said, completely covered up, pre-COVID, yeah. like, mask all the way pulled up to his eyes, <laughs> hat on, or hoodie or something. <laughs> like, li- like literally don't look at me. <laughs> Please, leave them alone. <laughs> leave BTS <laughs> Should we print shirts that say that? <laughs> Oh, just say leave BTS alone in huge font. It won't matter. But I'm like, you know what? The front will just say girls with fun. I did see a lot of people online like, didn't we tell you not to do anything? It's like, first of all, you're assuming that everybody on, everybody in the fandom is on Twitter. Yeah. They're not. Um, I'm sure across every social media platform where there's army, people were not spreading that message. Like, leave them alone. 
Um, and if they were, they're not going to listen to you because they're crazy. <laughs> they're not going to listen to you. <laughs> I think there's a natural desire to, like, want to be close to your faves. Or, like, if you happen to see your fave out, to, like, ask for a picture or an autograph. Like, thinking about celebrity in general. Celebrity in the abstract. But it crosses a line when it's, like, following them around or like approaching them when they don't want to be approached i'm just like isn't it better when it's serendipitous isn't it better when it's like oh you're here and i met you like when you try to like force a narrative it just seems weird to me it gives off like why in like this is not a what pat big <laughs> you're not gonna go to the airport and like meet bts and um Jungkook's gonna sign your the back of your iPhone cover and then he's gonna look up into your eyes and then you're gonna be like oh my god and he's gonna be like oh my god because he hears the bells and then you fall in love like that's not gonna happen <laughs> am I being mean I don't know <laughs> Just like oh you're not being mean it's not not you're shattering some dreams but it's a truth that needs to be it's told not gonna happen. how about you lay down at night and dream about it like the rest of us <laughs> uh, <laughs> r.i.p um do you think they'll go anywhere else in the u.s or do you think they'll just stay in new york i don't know what the diplomatic passports entitle them to do yeah I'm sure they know. could go wherever, but if they're part of like an official mission, they may not be able to deviate from a formal schedule. Right. I don't know. That's a good question. I'm like, will they try and get on like, you know, one of the late night TV shows? It's gonna be Jimmy Kimmel or something yeah. like that while they're here. That would be something they could do. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I saw that they're doing an interview on Friday, actually. I think on Good Morning America. Yeah, they're doing oh. another interview with President Moon. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about? I know we're running up on our hour if we haven't already. Nope. <laughs> Let's beat it. All right. Well, we will see you all <laughs> next week. And be well until the meantime. Enjoy the new drops. Enjoy any stages we get. And... We will be manifesting a BTS and Megan the Stallion performance in the meantime. Ooh, yes, putting my hands <laughs> together in prayer right now. <laughs> All right, we will see you on the next episode. Take Bye. care. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Girls With Fun. We're so grateful that you chose to hang out with us. Once again, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls With Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls With Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. If you have an idea for an episode or you want to share your thoughts on any of the topics we've discussed, slide into our DMs or email us at girlswithfunpod at gmail.com. Thanks again for joining us and see you next time.